All right, good morning, everybody. We're going to continue with part two of Sherry Cask Whiskey. We got into the history of how Sherry became a thing, and then we got into the difference between Yayan Nesach and Stam Yenam, and we said that even though Stam Yenam, originally they asserted it Bahana, nevertheless, nowadays, where most Gayim do not, they're not pagan, they're not Hindu, and we don't have to be Choshesh that they're pouring off wine on the side. So therefore, nowadays, the Ramah holds that Stam Yenam is Mutter Bahana, and therefore, in our case where they're aging the whiskey in sherry casks, we could say that the wine is really mutter bahana, even though we're getting some kind of gain. It could be mutter. But now the question will be, do we, is there a problem of tamke ikr that the flavor of the wine is getting into your whiskey? And therefore, that kind of makes it a mixture of iser, right? Because you have iser wine in your whiskey over here because it's aging in the, the sherry cask barrels. And some of that sherry, some of that sherry from the barrel is absorbing into your whiskey. So we said that we're gonna have two lines of attack over here to say why the sherry should be bottled in our whiskey. Our first line of attack is to say that the sherry is Tom Pogum. It's, it detracts from the flavor of the whiskey and therefore it's gonna be bottled even if you don't have the sheer bittle, right? So normally you need some kind of sheer bittle. There has to be a certain amount. Uh, usually, generally we say 60 times because we don't rely on a kefila, on a professional taster to be able to taste it. So we generally say 60 times. So over here, even if we say it's Tom Pogum, that the flavor detracts, the flavor of the wine detracts from the flavor of the whiskey. So then even if we don't have the normal sheer bittle, the sh normal sheer of nullification, nevertheless, it'll still be bottle and it would be permitted to drink our sherry aged whiskey. So that's gonna be our first line of attack. And our second line of attack is gonna be, okay, if we can't say that the flavor of the wine detracts from the flavor of the whiskey, so then do we actually have a sheer bittle? Is there enough whiskey to wine ratio to say that the wine is gonna be nullified in the whiskey. So those are gonna be our two lines of attack. And then after that, we're gonna to have to get into a few other issues of bitzel iser lachatchila, the fact that they're adding the wine on purpose, does that make it usser? The fact that it's a vidi letaima, the fact that they're adding it specifically to give flavor to the whiskey, is that gonna be a problem? And there's gonna be a third issue of darkun bekach, where we'll see if the shulchanar says that they normally add wine, then either we're worried that they're going to add more than the sheer it's sometimes, or we're worried that this becomes like an integral ingredient for, for the whiskey. So we'll have to look at those three reasons separately. But first, this, first what we're trying to do is see if there's bittel to begin with. So we had the issue of Tom, no St. Tom Lefgam, and we tried making the argument that we see clearly in the Gemara and the postgame, Shulchan Arach, that wine in, in Shar Mashkin, wine and all other drinks is considered a detracting flavor. It's no St. Tom Gum. It gives a negative flavor. And therefore, we should have bittel in our case, right? The, the wine in the whiskey shouldn't be a problem to begin with. We should say it's no St. Tom Gum, even if we don't have the sheer, the, ge the general requirement uh, to have bittel, to have nullification. Nevertheless, we should say because the wine detracts from the flavor of Sha'ar Mashkin, all other drinks, that's what Chazal tell us, so therefore it should be mutter. And in fact, that's the line of reasoning that the Minchas Asher and Rav Shlomo Miller uses, and they say we see clearly from the Gemara and from the Shulchan Arach that wine and all other mashkin is no Tan Lefgam, and therefore it should be mutter to drink our sherry cask whiskey because we should say that there is a nullification. And then we saw on the other side that we have the Minchas Yitzchak, Ramosha Feinstein, and, uh, and many other postkim who say, no, 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 the whiskey manufacturers are for sure 
using it to enhance the flavor of the whiskey, right? That's why. Yeah, they wouldn't be doing it otherwise, and they're even paying a premium, right? Sherry cask whiskey, Macallan, is so much more expensive than most of your other bottles on the, at the whiskey store, right? <laughs> they pay an, you pay an extra amount and they're advertising it on the label. It's a, it has a special hashivas, sherry cast whiskey. They're importing the barrels from Spain and they're, they're charging extra for it. And therefore, how can you say that it's no sintan of gum, that it's detracting from the flavor of the whiskey if bottom line, they're adding it on purpose. It must be that it's enhancing. And even the whiskey tasters will tell you that it adds certain notes, certain characters. And on the flip side, we kind of defended that, right? The Minchas Asher defends himself, Rav Asher Weiss. And he says, no, no, what the whiskey tasters are tasting could either be the effect of the, of the wine on the barrels, on the wood, and it takes out a lot of the tannins and sweetens up the flavor a little bit, makes it less sharp. And that's why you, the whiskey tasters say that they can, they can taste the sherry. It's not the actual sherry that they're tasting that's enhancing the flavor. What they're tasting is the effect of the wine on the wood. So it's like a secondary effect. And therefore, they're not tasting the wine directly. Really, Chazal, if they say it's no St. Town of Gam, it's no St. Town of Gam, right? The wine and whiskey is going to detract the flavor. I, the whiskey tasters, are saying that they taste it and they're paying extra money to get the sherry casks. It must be that it's the effect of the wine on the wood, and that's what we're tasting. Or he says, option B is that the whole thing is just a hoax and they're trying to make extra money, extra money. <laughs> that he says in his shear. I listened to one of his shear. Yeah. Just a quick question, just excuse my ignorance. I never really understood noise and talent of Like, let's say you had a barrel full of pig, and the pig rotted, right? So it didn't enhance the taste of whiskey, right? Or whatever you had. Why is that relevant? I mean, if, if the, the thing is Osur Be'etzim, why is, why is it relevant if it enhances or doesn't enhance the taste? Mm. Could be a simple answer, I just don't know what it is. It, no, because the whole reason it's Osur, meaning we're talking about a mixture here. If you're just eating the, the pig alone, so then you're eating a shtekisser, it's going to be Osur. But if it's less than the majority of the mixture, right, so you have majority uh, kosher chicken soup with a little bit of spoiled pig in there, so the majority is chicken soup. So really what you're eating is rove chicken soup. So it should be mutter to eat. But we say tam ke'ikr, which we learn either from Mishrei Yayan of Nazir, or we learn from Hagalas Kalem of Gayim. But uh, So we have two different sources, Machlokas and the Gemara, where we learn it from. But it says tam ke'ikr, if you could taste it, then it becomes like the ikr thing, even though it's less than the majority. That's a chiddish, right? How does that play with shishim? So even if it's less than shishim? Ah, so once you can't taste it, then we can't say tam ke'ikr, right? And 60 is just the, t the one sixtieth is the amount that chazal, because we don't rely on a kefela anymore, on a professional taster. So this one sixtieth is the amount that chazal instituted as once you have one less than one sixtieth, then we assume it's not giving flavor and there's no tam ke'ikr anymore. So when you say, when it's detracting from the flavor, not enhancing from the flavor, so then also we have a svar to say that there's no tam ke'ikr. This is how the Ran learns why tam pagam is considered bato. Because once you have, it's detracting the flavor, it's not adding the flavor. How could you say tam ke'ikr, that the flavor becomes like the ikr of the, so, of the mixture that you're eating? No, it's, it's, it's so taking so away from the flavor, not by, adding from it. By a noise and tam gum, right? So does that apply, are we only talking about if it's less than a 60th or even if it's, even if it's half, half let's say 51-49, but if it's a noise and time of gum, it's, it's okay. Oh, so if it's rove already, then we no, don't... No, not rove, you're 49%. Yeah, so then we'd say, no, I believe we'd say noise and time of gum, yeah. and it would be bottle, yeah. as long as it's less than so the majority. So that's got nothing really to do with shishim then? 
Right, as exactly. Long as it's yeah. Gum and not roids. So yeah. 49% noise and tums gum is fine. Exactly. So that's why we're bringing this down as a completely separate way of saying bittel, nosentan of gum, because if we say nosentan of gum, we don't need shishim, or we'll see, could be by wine, there's a svar to say shisha, that one-sixth, but you don't need any of these sheer bittels. It could be up to rov, and we'd say bittel, if it's nosentan of gum. What? No, it's not bittel. Right, well, if you, can't if you could tell it out separately, then it would also be an issue, yeah. But any lach balach, it's not going to be there. Okay, so that was all in regards to our first issue of No Sintan Lavgam. We had the postkim on the others. We have this Machlokas postkim, if we can use this heter of No Sintan Lavgam or not. Minchas Asher, Rav Shlomo Miller on one side, and Rav Moshe, Minchas Yitzchak, Rav Belsky, and others on the other side which say, who say that we can't use the svara of No Sintan Lavgam. Now we have to get into, okay, let's say we're going to be machmer like the postkim that say we cannot say No Sintan Lavgam. They're using this wine to enhance the whiskey. So do we have the sheer bittel? Do we have enough whiskey to wine ratio in order to say that the, that the whiskey is going to be bottle? And in order to figure this out, we're going to have to do two calculations here. One is how much whiskey to wine ratio do we need? We're going to see is it one-sixth or one-sixtieth? And the second is going to be how deep does the, does the wine go into the barrel when they originally aged the sherry in the cask? Do we say that it only goes in a klipa? It only goes in a small fingernail worth? Or do we say that no, it goes all the way into the full kli, the full cask, which is usually what we say by kavush, by something that soaks in for 24 hours. And if it goes into the full cask, that means it's also gonna come out into the whiskey and you're gonna have to, you're gonna need bittel against the full thickness of the actual barrel. So those are gonna be our two things to figure out, to figure out if we have enough for the sheer bittel. So we're, a quick question, just for clarity. Um, when you said that wine in Shara Mashkin is a noise in time of gum, where, in the Gomorrah's case, is that just where you have a cup of whiskey and you pour some wine into it, or is that a barrel type of case, like our case? A barrel. Wine skin. A wine skin? Yeah. So it's, then, it's talking about using the wine skins of the Goyim, if a person's allowed to use it. So how could you possibly say that, that the sherry cask is any different to that? Meaning, meaning... The Gemara that says if you put whiskey in a wineskin, yeah. then it's nice and time with gum, right? Yeah. So how could you possibly suggest any other way? How is it anything yeah, yeah. between that and... And our whiskey? case? Yeah. It, they're just saying that it has to have changed, right? Back then, they didn't want the flavor of wine in their Sharmashkin. But nowadays, we obviously do. So therefore, it's no and time Meaning it's a, it, oh, They're saying that it, even though the Gemara says clearly that it's no and time with gum, but that was back when you're not specifically using it to enhance. No whiskey, uh, what? No whiskey then. Yeah. Sheikhar. Well, Sharmashkin. Yeah. They, and the Sheikhar specifically Tosfos talks about. Yeah, and it's also no Yehuda brings down specifically Yayan Saraf, also which which was whiskey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So meaning if you're using it specifically on purpose, you're dafka chasing after these sherry casts, then obviously, and it's enhancing the flavor. So what these other postcom are saying, yeah, back then it was no Saint Thomas. Clearly, they're using it to be mashbiach, the, the whiskey, and therefore it would be no sintan the shvach, and, we, and that heter would fall off. That's how they're, they're kind of saying. That's the argument. Yeah, that's the argument. <laughs> <laughs> like, how serious do we take chazal? Do we say, oh, they said it's lefgam, and that's it, nothing to argue about? Or do we say that, no, it depends on, on every person? Back then, obviously, they, they were saying it was lefgam. Nowadays, it seems to be that it's lefgam. So that's the argument. Okay, so we're on page number six, source number nine. 
and we're clarifying the issue of whether we need one-sixth or one-sixtieth of 60 times the amount of wine to, to be mevatel, 60 times, yeah, to be mevatel the wine, to the whiskey, or do you only need six times? So let's see this kula of one-sixth. We have the Shulchan Aruch in Yerud A. Says the Shulchan Aruch, How much water do you need in order to be mevatel, the flavor of wine? Says the Shulchan Aruch, Shisha Chalakim, you only need six times. Anytime you have six times the amount of wine, meaning you have six times the amount of water to the amount you have wine, Mutter Afilu Bishtia, you can even go ahead and drink that water. Where does the Shulchan Aruch get this idea from? It comes from the Gemara Navode Zara, Daf Ayin Gimel Amadbez, that says that if a person has one cup of Isser wine and one cup of Heter wine, and then he dilutes that wine, which the Gemara later on says is the amount that they would dilute then was at least one third, right? So if you have, so basically you're having six parts total of wine and two parts of, sorry, and one part of Isser wine at the end of the day. It's a whole calculation here. But at the end, you have one part Isser wine, six parts Heter wine. And the Gemara says that in such a case, it's going to be bottle. Right? So you see in such a case that you have one-sixth, and it's going to be bottle. Why? The Rishonim are all trying to figure out why over here do we say one-sixth when it comes to wine. Everywhere else in Shas, we say you need 60 times, or a kefela to taste it, and see if you could taste the wine. Why such a small shear of bittel when it comes to wine? So it says the Rajba, Ran, Tosfos, he says that even though diluted wine, right, which is to one-sixth, it generally enhances the flavor. Nevertheless, they consider it, they call it kiyua be'alma, which means it's just a weak acid. So the, the, it, what they're saying is that the wine loses its, its characteristics and its, its body and the things that, that make it wine. And therefore, even one-sixth, which is much less than the regular shear, all you could really taste is the acid. You lose the fruity characteristics and deep red fruit and all that from the wine and therefore the wine loses its status and it becomes we don't say tamke iker and it becomes bottle so we see over here that we have this heter of one sixth but let's take a look at the ramah because the ramah might seem to conflict this in your shulchan arach says uh, this is source number 10 the shulchan arach says you have to be very careful when you make this beer made from, from honey, that the Goyim would make it, and you have to make sure that they don't add in any wine sediment, because if they're going to add wine sediment, it can make it usser. And then the Haggah says, if they do put in these wine sediments, it's usser to buy it from them, if you don't have 60 times the amount of wine sediment in the, in this honey, in the honey beer. And it also has to be that they're not adding it specifically to add flavor. If they're adding the shmarm specifically to add flavor, we'll get into that issue at the end. So then it, will, it would never be bottom. But what do we see? That the Ramah holds, you need 60 times the amount of wine sediment in the honey beer. So why is the Ramah over here saying 60 times if the Shulchan Aruch said you only need six times? So the Shach explains in the next source, source number 11, Davka b'mayim, only in the case of the Gemara, right? Which is talking about diluting the wine with water. Only there, sagi b'shisha chalakim is six times enough. Masha'in came b'shar mashkin, but it will not apply by all other mashkin, like honey beer, right, which is the case of the Ramah, and also whiskey right, and, and other drinks. V'chein mevor b'isr and he says this also is what the isr v'heter holds as well. So we see from the shach, he limits the heter only to water, 
and the six times heter is not going to apply to something like whiskey or something like honey beer or any other drink. It's only a heter by water, nothing else. But the Taz argues, and the Taz holds, no, no, no. The Shulchan Aruch stands, the heter is one-six. The six times is enough. It says the Taz in Yerodea, source number 12, He's wondering on the Ramah, why does the Ramah say you need Samach? Why does he say you need 60 times? Ah, we say later on in Simen, Kuf Lamadalaf Se'if, hey, the Yayin B'mayin Batal B'shishach Halakim. Right, he brings down the Shulchan Arach. We see six times is enough, one-sixth. The Huadin B'shar Mashkin, and the same will apply to all other drinks. What should make the dif- why should there be a difference between water and between all other drinks? And he says it's Pashat, that other drinks are mevatel, the taste of wine, much more than water, right? Water has a light flavor. You can taste the wine through it a lot easier. It's much more transparent than other drinks like whiskey and, uh, and honey beer. And therefore he says, and he brings this revya, and he says, that's not a raya. We do not paskin like this, like this Mordechai B'Shem Ravya. And therefore he comes out Lamaisa Alkain Bivadai. Therefore, for sure, Gam Khan Sagi Bishisha, here even one sixth is gonna be enough. And the heter of one six stands Kane near Alanias Daiti, that's the Psak of the Taz. Why doesn't anyone say the Pasha feel like I mean again the question is the Shulchanarch seems to say six to one works with wine, non-kosher wine to water. And here we're saying if you have non-kosher sediment, yeah. putting in another drink, yeah. then you need sixty. But so there's obviously a clear difference. One time you're, you're putting in physical sediment. Yeah. So isn't, is, is that not a difference? Yeah, I, t- I think that's how the Taz is going to learn the Ramah, right? Like that, they're specifically. T- the reason why is because, meaning the Svar to say that, that Shmarm you need a greater amount, it, that's going to be the challenge, is why would Shmarm need a greater amount? Why would Shmarm go after the regular 60 times? And why should that be any different than the, than the wine, swallow, which is the juice? Swallow those peels. Saying there's actual flavor, but doesn't matter. It should still be, it should still be bottle, and it's the same, Isn't it's the same flavor. You're not, you're not eating the peel. It's, it's the wine. It's the taste coming out of it. Right, but it's no different. But what you're saying there's like a bit in type of you thing. You filter after, right? not, not even the shmore. It's made with shmore. The bottle, the flavor that comes out of the shmore makes it bottle. The shmore we throw out after drinking the shmore. No, I'm not saying you're drinking it, but is it okay? You so let's, but, but, yeah. but is it maybe it's stuck at the bottom of the barrel? Yeah, that's not the chashash. The chashash, the problem is that the wine that comes out of the shmor, the taste, the flavor that comes out of the shmor, mm. we need to get rid of. And that's the sh- why the shach is saying what he's saying. That like you, you, there should be no differentiation between the shmarim and the and the wine. It could be the taz will have a way of learning up the ramah. That, yeah, maybe it's specifically shmarim, but I don't know what the svara is. Why sh- why sh- why shmarim would be different maybe, than the wine? Maybe they didn't apply the, even if they just put mamish wine in there, not shmarim. Same thing. Same. Thing. Yeah. Same thing. But the shach is saying, yeah, it would be the same thing. If it was mamish wine or shmarm, both should be the same. Yeah. Okay, so we have, how do we pask in the Maisa? Says, source number 13, we have the Igris Maisha. Says, Rav Moshe Feinstein, He brings down the Machlokas Taz and Shach. Is it one sixth? Is it 60? One sixtieth? This Machlokas Taz and Shach. Pashat Shemei Rashbat, Ze Yesh Da And he says, this Pashat according to the Rashbat that he quotes before in the tshuva, but we can be machriya like the taz, v'chein hichriya habert heitev, v'gzashekel, he's bringing many achronim, that all paskin like zashekel as well, v'gzashekel Paris. Now he makes an interesting svar, and he says, even if we want to be machmer like the shach, who holds you normally need six, 60 times, 
but we can be there's a hillock between sharp drinks and mayperos like the and juices she'enam harifim which aren't which aren't sharp like like apple wine and pomegranate wine it could be that only in the case of um, it could be only in the case of shar mashkin which are not kharif, which are not sharp, there the shach says that the Ramah would agree, right? Because again, the Ramah's case was talking about shmarim in, shmarim in mashka shal devash, right? In honey, honey juice. Uh, so, oh, okay, shmarim in honey juice, that's where the Ramah says, his chumrah, that you need, um, that you need 60. Uh, but something which is harif, something which is sharp, and which has a really strong flavor, like whiskey, which is hard to counteract, right? A little bit of wine, you could taste it a lot more in something which is not sharp versus something that's alcoholic and has a sharpness to it. And therefore, he says it could be even the shach will agree with the taz in a case where it's something sharp, because there even the Ramah would agree that it's that you only need one-sixth. The kavanah kash al and his kavana is that it's not a question on the Ramah. The difference is because you have things that are a harif. Therefore, it could be that even the shach wouldn't argue on the taz when it comes to, to drinks which are harif, like whiskey, right? And therefore, even by whiskey, even one six could be enough. Ah, af im but even if the shach would argue with the taz, by mashkin kharif and by things like whiskey, yeshla we can paskin like the taz, that you only need one sixth. So how are we coming out Lamaisa? We have Ramosha who paskins like the Taz, you only need one six. That's also the Psak of the Minchas Yitzchak. Paskins that way as well. And what that would mean halachically is that as long as we have more than 15% of, of, of whiskey to wine ratio, right? There's less than one sixth of, of wine in our whiskey. So then it should be bottle. And we could say that we have enough for the sheer bittel. But the question is, do we actually have one-sixth? Ha ha ha. So Rabbi Niehaus, in his, he has like a safer on cherry cast where he goes through the calculation. You can see over here, he calculates the dimensions of the staves. And it's a little difficult to calculate because it's a round shape. So how do you calculate the volume of the barrel? He has here, he used some kind of cask calculator to figure out the, the, berry, the, the size of the barrel. He did, he did calculate specifically a 500 liter sherry cask, which is quite a large one. So it's, it's a larger size sherry cask. And he came out that the ratio is only 3.76 to one, which is much less than the one six that we need, right? We need six to one. And he came out that the, the sherry cask, they're very thick, the barrels, which is quite surprising, right? There's only 3.76, the amount of volume inside to the ratio outside. It's a very thick barrel, and therefore it would not be enough to have sheish, but there is still dilution that occurs after, meaning after they age the whiskey, they do dilute that by, they bring the alcohol down from about 60% uh, ABV alcohol, and then they bring it down to about 40%, right? Most scotches are about in the 40 to 45% range, unless you get these, they have these very strong whiskeys, which I think they call it single barrel, which comes right out of the barrel without any dilution. And that's like the, the really strong single barrel Jack Daniels and George Stack. I think they have like a few of these like really strong ones that are 60%. Cast strength. Uh, cast strength, yeah. Uh, yeah the, cast, the cast strength. Uh, so they do have cast strength. That will for sure be a problem. But something like, what, what about after dilution? So they dilute it by about 1.45. 
Uh, but even then, if you calculate that the, that the barrel is 3.76, it falls out to just under 1.6, even if you times it by 1.45, still going to be under 1.6. But there's other post game that also calculated the, the size of the sherry casks. And it really would depend barrel to barrel if you would, if you would have enough to say that there's, that there's bittle. It's uh, a pure sherry cask. A lot of whiskeys are, blend, are, are blended, they mix. You still have shish, you still have shisha. Yeah. They put different whiskeys there and not all of them are sherry. Yeah. So if they would blend multiple whiskeys, some of them are sherry and some of them are not, mm. so then you'd for sure have enough to... Then you have... So then you for sure have enough for one sixth. The thickness of the walls is... is blended with Bidera Kalmud. Is, is basically three and a half to one compared to what's in the 500... Yeah. I mean, this thing is massive. I mean, you're talking about one meter by one meter by one meter by who knows how high. Yeah. You're saying just it the holds 500 liters in it. You're saying just the fact that it's three and a half centimeters is, is I guess, enough. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be in now, regards. Does hold that to the full thickness of the barrel? Ah. So there is a postic that says that the ratio that he checked was 4.25 to one. So the barrel he checked is 4.25, and then if you times that by 1.45 after dilution. And that also depends if you don't say Hanan, which Pashtas, we don't say Hanan by Isurim Dirabanan, like in our case. Because if you say Hanan, then even, then there's no Bittal, so therefore the whole thing becomes Isur. And then even when they dilute it, it's not going to help, because it's Sati Hanas and Bela, the whole thing is Isur, not going to help the dilution. But if you don't say Hanan, right, which Pashtas, we don't say Hanan, that's how we pass the Maisa. So then the dilution would help to bring it onto it under one sixth. So I think it's assuming that. Sherry flavor is in the whole thickness of the wall. We talked about yeah. maybe, maybe it only goes in the, the clipper. Yes, oh, so that's going to be our, our next line of attack over here. Will be if it goes in Kade Klipa or if it goes in the full, the full thickness. Because if it goes in Kade Klipa, you probably even have 60, almost for sure have 60 times the amount that you need. So therefore, we can even rely on the, on the Shach, right, that you need 60 times and we'd still be What's in good shape like if we say Klipa. It's the amount of a fingernail. It's a, yeah, a less, but probably, this is less than a millimeter. Right? Oh, yeah, microns. <laughs> okay, so, so let's get into, oh, but interesting lab result, by the way. And this, this doesn't come out in my stuff, but I listened to headlines on sherry casks. And Rabbi David Lichtenstein, he paid a lab, I forgot if it was 5000 or $10,000, to check five different types of whiskeys. And he, he wrote into the lab that he's allergic to, to great product. He said he's, a, he's allowed to lie for Tzarech Mitzvah. <laughs> There's a thing like, like Fela, you can, Derech Tuma, yeah, okay. So he, re, he relied on the, on the shita that you're allowed to lie for Tzarech Mitzvah. So he, he said that he's allergic to great products. And he asked the lab to test how many parts grape product there is in the whiskey. So he gave him three different types. One was like a triple sherry aged Macallan, as well as two others. And then he also gave two, two more on top of that that didn't have any sherry. And what he found that at most, they came back, the most that they had was three parts in 10,000 of wine to whiskey ratio, which is tiny, tiny, minute amount. But maybe it's a hoax, or it's the effect of the whiskey on on the oak, which is well, probably time, more. Time. We're not talking about volume here with time. If you can taste the essence, that's, that's the problem. Correct. Right. So yeah, so this wouldn't count as a kfela or anything like that, and it wouldn't really necessarily affect the halacha, right? The fact that there's only one in three thousand three hundred thirty-three parts no, of of, of wine in the whiskey. It shows you that it must be kadei clipper. Only the fingernail width is actually going back into the whiskey. It's not the whole. Imagine, I mean, 
this whole thing of the imagine you had a barrel that the, the thickness of the barrel was five meters. Yeah. You just had an ultra thick. Yeah. You, you took some crazy tree and you you, met, you carved the barrel in it. Are you going to say the whole this thing is ten meters wide? But what what matters is did Chazal answer the whole thickness of the barrel anytime that gets in that comes in contact with your whiskey or did they? How could it, it, it's, it can get into a whole argument over here whether how, we follow the science or not. It's the same thing with like stainless steel pots, right? We know that they don't absorb the entire thickness of the kli, right? Lamais are especially the commercial grade stainless steel doesn't absorb at all, like not even almost not even a mashahu, right? But yet, yet we answer it. The whole thickness of the stainless steel pot, even commercial grade, doesn't absorb. They can scientifically prove that there's no bleus inside the whole thickness of the pot. Nevertheless, we answer it. Chazal said that it comes into a kli of matris. It comes into a kli of matris because that's how they establish the iser. So the same thing will be here. If they establish the whole thickness of the barrel, so then we'd have to be machmer against the whole thickness of the barrel, even though we're able to tell scientifically. Because every barrel is a different thickness. So you can have a barrel that's three centimeters thick, you can have a barrel that's three, yeah, there's some crazy tree and you carve out and they use that. Yeah, yeah. Each, <laughs> it could be three meters thick. Right, so whatever the thickness is, that's how much you, you need to be mevato. Yeah. Yeah, the whole, the whole bittle is only on, on the side that it's not, there's no centimeter of gum, right? This? This is even if it's no centimeter shvach uh, that we, we're, well, we're debating, oh, even right. if it's no centimeter shvach, do we have enough to have a sixth and therefore it'd be bato. Okay, so yeah, it's a very, it doesn't necessarily affect the halacha, but it's very interesting to know. And for me, what this personally kind of shows is that the whiskey tasters who say that it's really the effect on the, on the wood, they're probably more correct than, than the other ones. Because I, I, it's hard for me to personally believe that the whiskey tasters are tasting a 1 in 3,333 part of, of wine. Like, they're, they're, they're that good. Is very difficult for me to believe. Despite them, some of them on the bottles, they say you could taste the, the wine fla flavors. But it's very difficult for me to believe that they're able to taste that a minute amount. Probably what they're tasting is how the, the chemical reaction of the wine and the sweetness, how it reacts to the tannins in the wood, and therefore how it sweetens like the overall flavor and gives it more of a, like a, a sweeter, so more full flavor. In Chazal's case with the sheepskin, couldn't you say the same story? That maybe, maybe the reason, so Chazal said, if you have a sheep, what is the sheepskin? Wineskin. Wineskin, wine yeah. what does that mean? It's like a, it's kind of like a leather. So you have a leather, right? Yeah. You have leather, it, the leather had wine in it, and now you put whiskey in it. So, so we're saying it, it's, it's, it's nice and town of gum. Right? Yeah. So, how do we know that? So, we're suggesting that. So, it's, so maybe it's noise. So, what does that mean, noise and time of gum? Does that mean that the the actual wine going into thing is the flavor? Or maybe the flavor changed the nature of the skin? Yeah. Why can't you say the same story there? What, that it's the, the how it changes? Yeah. I think it's the absorption that's coming out because there, there's no reaction that it has with the leather. I don't know. I Pasha says no reaction that it has with the leather. Maybe, maybe that's the. What is it? Yeah. No. The reason they use the barrel. Why are they start using sherry Why are they start using this for financial purposes? I think. Yeah. It's much cheaper. Yeah. They'll use barrels. There's no real proof they took it for the wine. 
Yeah. They didn't make it out for the wine. I know, but now they went back because then they, know, they stopped using it and then they were like, oh, wow, we like, we like the sherry. So, yeah. so it shows that it has an enhancing. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, a nice contentious point. And Rav David Listenstein, he likes doing like controversial stuff. So, like, he did Afka, like, added that in to, to like, fuel it in. But, but, yeah, so that brings up a very interesting halachic, halachic topic. Spectrometer. Oh, and it yeah. and it can determine how much. Oh, well. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so how would David? No, Pashtas not. But he was arguing with. I think it was Rav David Heber from the, one of the cautious organizations. They were going back and forth. But also, what this, what the, what the lab test doesn't also show is the amount of wine alcohol that's in there, because it's only detecting the actual piece amount of wine, parts of wine. But the wine alcohol, which is already turned into alcohol, it's not going to detect. So it's not, it doesn't make it that much more. Maybe it goes down from 1 in 3,333 to 1 in 2,800 or something like that, let's say. Right? Let's say it's 10% wine alcohol to, to wine ratio. And actually, wine alcohol evaporates faster than the actual wine, so pashtas would even be that. Yeah. So it wouldn't make that much of a difference. But, yeah. There could be other stuff in there as well. That's Rav David Heber was arguing back on that. And, yes. So is there a, 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 does a medic say there's a delay between the actual wine cost and having wine whiskey and whiskey? Uh, yeah, 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 so we'll see. Oh, wait, what would you say, Ben Yomo? Oh, so the halakha is by wine, you don't say that it has the heter of Eno, of Eno Ben Yomo. That after 24 hours it goes bad and it's, and it's left gone. Yeah, well, we'll deal with it. Yeah, if it makes a difference if you add it specifically or whether you just age it. Or, or yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, all right, it's getting late, so we'll do five more minutes. Let's go through this machlokas, whether it goes in a klipa or go, absorbs completely. If anybody needs to leave, more than welcome. Okay, so we have a machlokas, shach, taz, as usual. <laughs> they're, they're battle partners. So the shach says that it absorbs fully anytime you have, anytime you have kavush, anytime you have something sitting in a liquid for 24 hours. It kavosh, it goes into the kli completely, fully. Shach holds it absorbs fully. Taz holds no. It only goes in klipa. Lamaisa, the primagadem, chachmas adam, they follow the shach that were generally machmer. The question is going to be, right, where machmer goes into the full kli. So you have your, your pickling jar holding something treif or oyster stout and beer manufacturers, right, they have some kind of oyster beer. So the halacha would be that it goes into the full thickness of the, of the kli, and therefore it can trafe up the, the kalim, and you'd, yeah, there might be heterim for it, but the halacha is that it would fully trafe up the kalim as long as it sat in there for 24 hours. If they cleaned it within 24 hours, then it wouldn't trafe up the kli 24 hours. We pass in like the shach, that it goes in the full thickness of the kli. So it seemed that in our case, barrel, wine, should go in fully into the kli, and therefore come out fully into our whiskey, and we, wouldn't, we possibly wouldn't have the hetar of one-sixth. But the Shulchan Aruch says that when it comes to wine, source number 14, says the Shulchan Aruch, Kuf Lamed Hei, Se'if Yud Gimel, Kelem Shemachnisim Behem, Yayin Lakiyamim, these Kelem, which they put wine to, to store, a.k.a. Barrels, <laughs> barrels of wine. Afilu Even if you put it in there to sit for a long time, It will not absorb more than a clay klipa, more than a thin layer. So we have the shochanar paskening outright that when it comes to wine, it's only a kadei klipa. The fichach, therefore, 
Bukshiru. So if you, I guess, scorch it or you peel off a layer of the kli, so then it's going to be, it's going to be kosher because we say it only goes in kadei klipa. So according to the Taz, the Shulchanach makes a lot of sense, right? Taz is, Taz is like, I told you so, right? You see the Shulchanach? says it's only kadei klipa, uh, and that's why he's poskening over there. You could just peel off a thin layer of these wine barrels and that's enough. How will the Shach, though, learn the Shulchanach? Uh, so the Shach is going to hold, uh, and I quoted him in footnotes, uh, footnote 18 in small. The Shach holds that the leniency of the Shulchanach only applies where one is not sure. It's talk- the Shulchanach's case, he's adding in Anacha over here, that the Shulchanach is talking only in a case you weren't sure if it was stored for 24 hours or not. I'm not sure how he takes that out of the Lushan of the Shulchanach, but only in a case of Safeg, then you can rely on a Klippa because you have extra Rishonim to be, to be make-alike. But in a normal case, you can't rely on Klippa. It would go absorb the full thickness of the barrel. And the Maisa, we have poskim that are Machmir, poskim that are Mekel, the Chachmas Adam and Kitzah Shulchanach hold that we can rely. Sorry, this meant to say, this should have said on the Taz, if there's a Tzorach Gadol. So you have to, if it's a case of a great need, you can rely on the, on the everybody holds, pretty much all the posts can hold. If it's a case of Torah Gadol, of great need, then you can rely on the, on the Taz. Otherwise, one should be Machmer. So they say normally a person should really be Machmer unless it's a case of great need. Sherry cast whiskey is definitely not a case of Torah Gadol to, to any degree, no matter how much you... <laughs> uh, but, but the Makilim, Chacham Tzvi, Machana Ephraim, Chazanish, they're all Mekel like the Taz. And the Maisa, the, the Postcom are definitely Mekel if it's a Torah Gadol to say Kedek Klipa. But if it's not a Torah Gadol, then it comes down to Machlokes, whether you can rely on Kedek Klipa or not. But this can definitely be used, this Taz, as an extra sniff lahakel to rely on Kedei Klipa. If it's Kedei Klipa, then you for sure have Shir Bittel, right? If the, if the wine only goes into the barrel, Kedei Klipa, you for sure have Shir Bittel. More than 160, probably even have one 160th. And then we'd for sure say that the wine is going to be Bittel. And next week's Shir, we're going to focus on, okay, now let's say we say we have Bittel, either because no Sitan Nafgam, or because we say we have the shear of Bittel, because it only goes in Kedei Klipa, or there's enough to say once, well, that it, there's one six. Okay, let's say even all that aside, we can say that there's Bittel. Is there going to be other issues um, of Devarim She'inam Misbatlim, of things that will never become Bittel, meaning because they're adding it in L'Chatchila, they're adding it in on purpose. Are you allowed to buy a product? where they purposefully did bittel to this product, and you know that there were mavatal wine in it, is that going to be a problem? Is there going to be a problem of avidi letaima, which is an issue of maimed? You're putting in something that's there specifically to give flavor, and we'll see that Chazal made a takana, that anytime you're doing something specifically to add flavor and to, to, give, to give one of the main flavors of the, of the mixture, so therefore we can't, they didn't want to say, even though midarai, so there's bittel, for sure. But the Rabbanan said something chashev in, in there. We're not, we're not going to allow bittel because it'll create problems. So we'll take a look at that issue as well, as well as the issue of darkon bakach, which is, is there an issue that if they're normally, the Goyim are normally adding wine into your whiskey, maybe there'll be an issue there as well. And then from there, we'll be able to come out with halach al-maisa and go through all the different postgame and organizations, what they postgame. Have an amazing Sunday, everyone. Yeah. <laughs>